This episode is brought to you by Virtual Visions Event Services. Virtual Visions are event producers who help clients take their virtual events to the next level by creating an engaging experience. I've enjoyed using their services because of the ease. They take everything on the back end from technicalities to engagement, and they take care of it. I booked them for a virtual holiday party with my family, and they handled it everything. The only thing I had to worry about was being present. Book them for your next virtual event at www.vves.org. This episode is brought to you by Coach Fee of Fab Life Coaching, where her purpose in life is to help you discover yours. Contributing author of When I Was a Child, Coach Fee's Passion is helping other women discover their purpose and become aware of their identity. She dedicates herself to helping you realize the potential that lies within you. To book a call, text 210-460-3075 or shoot her a DM on Instagram at I am Felicia Hudson. Somebody told me the other day, girl, you grown, grown. (laughs) Because I told them I'll be 30 tomorrow. Um, and like, what does that even mean? Like, I've been 20 now. You know, I've been grown for a while now. I got some stuff. But I'm grown, grown. Yeah, I had to laugh because it's like, dang, that makes so much sense. Like, 30 hits different, y'all. I just was not prepared for this rush of emotions I've been feeling for weeks now. Like, I have been so emotional and I can't tell anybody why. It's a new set of emotions I've never experienced for going into a birthday. Am I being dramatic? Is it just me? Turning 30 is different, y'all. And it's not sad emotions. It's not bad. But, I mean, it, it was so deep to me. I even broke down crying the other day. <laughs> I I don't know. It's, wow, maybe I just feel like I've been so used to being in my 20s it seems like forever like I'm just so used to being a 20 something like this is a brand new decade and but I'm excited for it though I feel like 29 was my age of awareness 2021 was just a year of awareness so I'm like okay I'm going into 30 with the heightened sense of self-awareness and into the new year more self-aware you know what I'm saying and I'm kind of feeling that she 30, but she's self-aware. She 30 and she's self-aware. Mm. Y'all, but uh, some valuable lessons I've learned this year, uh, not only about myself, but uh, people in my life, people in my immediate circle. Um, I've learned about, you know, my triggers. I've had to confront myself. I've had to confront my past. I've had to confront friends. And, uh, man, um. I learned some true valuable lessons this year, one of which um, just really how important it is to invest in yourself. And we talk about it all the time, but it hit different when you actually start investing in yourself. Um, Learning how to set boundaries with people, uh, friends and uh, relationships. um, And then uh, just where my expectations have lied with people in my life and, and how sometimes, uh, your unreal, my unrealistic expectations, um, affect those relationships. So that's what I wanted to get into today. Cause I'm like, you know, I got something to say, I got something to get up off my chest. And, uh, but y'all real quick, 
I cannot stress how important it is to invest in yourself. And we hear people talk about it all the time. Invest in yourself. You young, you ain't dating nobody. Like, why do everybody got to put that out there too? You ain't dating nobody, girl. Invest in yourself. Like, what does that have to do with anything? (laughs) But uh, just how important it is to invest in yourself. And I know a lot of people avoid it because I used to avoid it too because you don't see the benefit it it might have down the road. And one of the best decisions that I made this year was signing up for David Shan's podcast masterclass. Um, like a month ago, my aunt had sent me a post by David Shan's talking about signing up for this masterclass. Uh, mind you, before she sent the post, I had never heard of David Shands. I ain't never seen any of his content. Didn't know who he was. I'm like, what's he do? She sends me the post. I go and check out his page. I'm like, okay. I start watching some of his videos and I'm really liking what I'm seeing. Um, he's another podcaster, uh, the social proof podcast. But, um, I go back to the post where he's talking about signing up for the master class and I'm like, okay, everything else, everything look good, but where the price at? You know, that that's that's gonna decide whether we gonna invest or not. That's what I was thinking at the time. Um, but then I had to remind myself, you know, the same two, three hundred dollars we spent on eating out, going to the movies, buying wine, alcohol, you know, going to the bar and stuff, you know, that two, three hundred dollars that you wasting that could possibly turn into $200,000, $300,000 if, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay. But um, so I, I went looking to see how much the price of the masterclass was, and it wasn't nothing crazy. So I was like, okay, cool. But there, a, I, I wanted to do it, but there was still a part of me, there was still some reserve there. Because at that point, I hadn't been posting my own content. And I guess I kind of thought to myself, I didn't feel... Like, I deserved it. I didn't feel worthy of it because I kind of felt like I had put my own stuff on the back uh, on the back burner. And here I am trying to sign up for somebody else's masterclass. My money's about to go to waste. I don't even feel like I have it in me to even follow this class. So I had put it off about a week and a half. And every time I talk to my aunt, because she's the one who uh, sent me the post, every time I talk to her, she asking me, you sign up for the class yet? And I'm telling her, you know, I'm like, you know, I've been looking at it, yeah. Yeah, lying to her saying I'm going to sign up for it with no intention to. And it's not that I didn't want to, but again, like, I, I just, I guess I, I just didn't feel worthy of the opportunity. I kind of felt like I let myself down. And so the last conversation I had with my mom, she asked me about it. She's like, hey, what you going to do? You sign up for that master class. I think it's good. You know, I think. You know, you don't, you ain't doing nothing else right now. You got the money. Just sign up for the Just do it, Tay. Just do it. You ain't dating nobody. Like, what they got to do with anything? <laughs> I think you should invest in yourself. So I broke down and was like, let me just sign up for this master class, y'all. And it was one of the best decisions, one of the best adult decisions I could have made. Um, and... Basically, the masterclass, he was teaching everybody how to start your podcast from the ground up. And a lot of the stuff I had already known, uh, because my podcast was already started, I had learned everything on my own. But 90% of that information he was giving to us, I did not know, y'all, this man is a beast. 
And I think, and, and I say it was one of the best decisions that I believe I made this year because he made, he made successful podcasting look so attainable. I'm like, okay, I'm watching his videos on his Instagram. He's not doing anything different than what I do now. And he just made it seem so attainable. Like, okay, so you, you, you telling me I, I, I can't get rich doing this. Because the nine to five is out of the question for me. And, and I'm not knocking anybody, you know, who who enjoys working, but I don't. <laughs> and uh, just I, I, I learned so much. And I, I'm so thankful because um, after after the week long class, um, I got back. I, I got back motivated. I feel like I, there was a point in time where I kind of lost out, lost hope pretty much. You know, there was one point where I was posting content every day and I was like, I'm going to take a little break because at the time I was, you know, in school taking classes and stuff. I was like, I can't do both right now. I took a break um, and it actually turned out to be way longer than I had intended. But after his master class, I got back motivated like it. it, I don't know. It just I feel like it reignited something in me. And so when I say I invested in in myself, y'all, I went and got me a new camera. So if you watch it right now, I, I know you're looking at that video quality. You probably saying to yourself, Dan, that's a nice camera. It is. It is nice. <laughs> and uh, when I went to go buy it, it was actually the very last one. And it is a camera that ha- I had been wanting for a while. And after I took that man's classes, probably within that next week, I broke down and I went and bought her. She was high. She was high. But guess what? She was worth the investment. And uh, so, y'all, I mean, come on. What, what are we doing? What are we doing? Go invest in yourself. Look, you spending, you, you wasting money on Amazon Prime anyway. You ain't ordering nothing, okay? Go invest that $100, $200 that you about to, to, to buy, whatever. Go invest it in yourself. And um, so... Yeah, and and you you know what y'all also I think during this time me learning how to um really enjoy myself was 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 big for me too cuz I've mentioned this before in uh, other episodes that I've done. There was a point in time where I was always out and about. I I just felt like I needed to be around people. There was a point in time where I could not sit with myself. It's like, you know, you got to confront yourself if you're sitting with yourself. And who wants to do that, right? Um, but, man, 2021, I really spent a lot of time alone. And I- I'm thankful for it because I'm like, I'm pretty cool. Okay? Like, I-, I-, I love myself. I like myself and I love myself. And I I think I'm pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? And, um... I'm at a point in my life where I don't feel like, first of all, I'm whole, I'm complete, and I don't feel that I need the company of others to feel completed. I feel whole and completed in myself, and this is probably the most comfortable, solid, and secure I've been in myself in a very long time. I was telling my aunt last night, we went out to... uh, we went out to dinner and uh, I was telling her like 
wow, there was a point in time where I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I wanted and I didn't know where I was going. And I can say that confidently today because I'm grown, grown. I know who I am. I know where I'm going. I know what I want. Uh, There was a point in time where my life, I was comparing my life to everybody I saw on social media and stuff. Like, so I'm, I'm 30 years old. I should be on kid number three by now, married with a successful career. But I am enjoying, I am enjoying where I'm at. I'm happy on my way to happy, if that makes sense. I'm happy on my way to happy. It's a journey, it's a process, but we getting there. We getting there. And I am, uh, I'm so thankful for, um, just, just where I'm at. Um, mm. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just thinking, I'm sitting here like, dang, like I, I was a hot mess some years ago. Like, wow. Like Pete, oh, mm. another story for another day. All right. We going to leave that there y'all. Um, oh, the other valuable lesson I was telling y'all setting boundaries. All right. So just this year, I like I'm big into self-care, having a day for yourself. Sundays used to be mine, um, and I need to get back to that. But there are other ways um, to, you know, there are other ways of self-care and, and self-love and stuff. And I feel like learning how to say no is a form of self-love. And, um, you know, and, and just setting boundaries is, is, you know, that just sort of sets the tone for showing people how you want to be treated. Nobody wants to feel like they're being taken advantage of. And um, I know for me, there was a a deep-rooted desire where I felt like I needed to please people. Like, learning how to say no is a boundary that I I set, and I feel like I've been doing pretty darn good about it. Um, You got to learn to say no. Control your time and your energy because folks will run you ragged if you let them. They will run you ragged. Saying no is not disrespectful. Saying no is not rude. Okay. And if people feel a certain way about you saying no, then guess what? You, you are not responsible for anybody's feelings. Uh, sometimes we say, you know, that that's saying yes all the time is, um, you're inadvertently placing all the value on another person and not on yourself. So learn how to say no. Um, I mean, yeah, saying yes makes people feel good, but you gotta learn how to say no. And um, I mean, I, I used to be a person where I felt obligated to opt in all the time and say yes. But I mean, it was either I, I me feeling bad or maybe this person just did something for me and I don't want them to be upset. <laughs> Please. One thing about me nowadays, I don't feel pressured to do anything that I don't want to do, okay? And I don't want any of my friends, I never make my friends feel like they have to say yes. Like, I I hate when people make other people feel pressured to say yes. Because one thing about me, if I don't want to do it, I'm not going to do it. (laughs) And you can ask my family on that one. Um, Practice saying no. Like, like, let's practice right now. Let's practice right now. Don't, hey, girl, you mind taking me to? No. 
Hey, girl, do you mind coming to pick me? No. Hey, girl, can you? No. Hey, girl, can I come over? No. Hey, can you come help with? See? It's that easy, y'all. Um, and I stop feeling obligated to say yes to people all the time. And, and when you say no, stop lying. <laughs> like, I, I can't stand when folks lie to say no. They sick all the time. Something came up. They doing this. They here. They there. It's a no. You owe no one, no explanations. Say no and leave it at that. Hey, girl, I can't do it. I'm sorry. Leave it at that. I say no in a heartbeat. Especially if I ain't had no time to myself. Hey, girl, you want to come? No, I'm good. I'm I'm a pass, but I'll catch y'all on the next one. Mm-hmm, I will. Um, and lastly, y'all, unrealist, my unrealistic expectations. So uh, my big sis had a Friendsgiving event at her house. And um, shout out to Keisha. She, uh, my big sis is doing her thing, but she has these gatherings every month where she calls the safe space where, you know, women just come and she'll usually have a topic of discussion and uh, she'll pose some questions and it's like popcorn style. We'll eat and sip on wine and uh, we'll respond to the question and, and share, you know, personal things. And it's truly a safe space. But uh, the topic for her the friends giving was about friendships like friends and boundaries and the expectations we have on our friends and I kind of had opened up and I shared a little bit about how I know how I'm a friend to people and I know what I will and I won't do for friends and I kind of shared how I had been feeling about where some of my friends stand uh I guess you would say in their support of me so I started going on and on about, you know, how I'm a type, how I'm the type of person, you know, I feel like I'm trying to create an online presence and, you know, I have friends who are active on social media. I see them all the time. They watch my IG stories. If you know anything about me and the content that I put out there, I put it on my page, but I also post on my IG story. I feel some type of way you didn't view my story. You can't even go to the post and like it. The bare minimum is, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going on and on and on. And I was really liking my feelings about it. And, um, just talking about y'all know how it is you got friends who are active on social media they know you have a podcast or know you have a business and you you know you show up on social media they won't like they don't comment they don't ask you about it they just don't say anything and I went on and on and on about that and um you know one thing that I had to accept is that you know you can't necessarily expect a you out of everybody um, you know, I, I don't expect any more from what my friends have shown me over the years. Um, and I think that was a very big mistake that I was expecting, expecting a me out of my friends. And that, that's just not the case. Everyone's different at the end of the day and they express their friendship and their love differently. And I mean, guess what? That, that does not make them a bad person. Uh, and I, and I guess I had to realize that, but I, I appreciate that Friendsgiving event because that, I mean, it really brought 
some perspective, you know what I'm saying? And maybe that was me just being selfish, not seeing beyond how I show up for people. You know, I'm expecting them to show up for me how I show up for them. And that's not the case. It's like a love language. You know, you can't expect you can't expect friend A to show up for you like friend B does. They're two different people. And, um, you know, I, I know what I can and I cannot expect from all of my friends. I All of my friends are in categories, not not anything. I'm not being petty. It's nothing bad like that. But I know who and what I'm looking for in certain friends. And I know what I can get. Like, everybody's like that. Like, come on now. Every I feel like everybody categorizes their friends. You know which friends you can confide in. You know which friends you can talk to. You know which friends are going to motivate you. And you know what friends, uh, when you, you know, when you're feeling down and, and you, you want to talk about something, you know, talk about somebody, you know, who you can call and what you're going to get from that person. So you just know. And, and that was a huge thing for me Um, and one of, I won't say resolution. I guess one of uh, the things that I told myself I was going to be doing is just to stop putting so much expectation and people, especially unrealistic expectations. But, um, yeah. Uh, and, and I think another thing for me also, um, a decision that I, I was, I made this year was that I have decided that I am no longer going to wait on people. Like, I have stopped waiting on people. And uh, my mom used to say this all the time. She used to tell me and my sister this all the time. Don't wait on nobody to travel with. Don't wait on nobody to travel with, especially no man. <laughs> um, I don't wait. I'm, I'm not waiting on anybody to travel with. And I'm not waiting on anybody to love me. Um, especially someone that doesn't love themselves and, and, learning to love yourself is the first true love. Um, you can't, you can't expect a person to love you properly if they don't even love themselves. I heard something a while ago that said, uh, a person can only love you to the capacity that they love themselves. And I believe that a hundred percent. And that is something that I've made the decision to do. Um, Look, I'm just going to be, I'll just say this, waiting, hmm, this, this might be another episode for another day, but, um, I've, I've let some amazing people, some, some amazing men slip through my fingers, uh, because you feeling like you're, you're waiting on somebody to love you, um especially if this person has shown you over and over again, or if this person has told you, you know, Hey, like I I can't love you. Like you want me to love you or I'm just not ready, whatever the case may be is. And I think sometimes we confuse waiting with loyalty. And, um, one of the mistakes we make is, is waiting around way longer than we should. And, um, come on y'all at the end of the day, don't wait around for uncertainty. Cause that's your answer right there. Uncertainty is an answer. It's, it's a no. (laughs) If ain't nobody told you today, let me be the first. Uncertainty is a no. And sticking around is not a sign of loyalty. It just says, and when you start ignoring what you already know to be true, it's a problem. It's a problem. Um, you know, in, in, 
I think also, I'm being real transparent today. Well, I didn't even mean for this episode to, to be like this. But, you know, this is just stuff that I've been, this is me confronting myself. Because I'm what? I'm grown, grown now. So it's time to grow up, y'all. Um, and thinking that you can love people through you, through their problems, thinking you can love everybody through everything. <laughs> No, 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 no. Let me stop you there, okay? You should love you through that, okay? Because you'll become a casualty in the process, all right? Um, I guess practicing detachment and, and letting go and, and understanding and accepting the fact that sometimes people have to go through things on their own. And, uh, yeah, and... Uh, And just into the whole lesson on not waiting for people anymore um, to travel with, too. That's that's a big thing, too. Um, Because let's be honest, y'all. People be playing games when it's time to travel, okay? People stay being trifling when it's time to travel. You know, y'all will have a group text over a span of two or three months, and y'all are making plans, and y'all are putting – ideas for excursions or whatever in the text but when it starts to coming around to collecting funds and booking and reserving stuff and money is needed folks get real quiet and um they stop responding people ain't got no money and their money ain't straight they want to do cheaper stuff don't feel like you got to sit around and wait on nobody to travel with Go travel. Look, I can go on and on and on and on. Go travel, especially while you're young. Go travel. Don't wait. Stop waiting on people. Stop waiting on people. Just go do it. I mean, and then uh, just with that, y'all, ultimately, everybody uh, just can't go where you're going to. I think that's how that just kind of ends right there. Everybody can't go where you're going to. Um, and that's actually also something that I have set out to work on this year, this upcoming year, not waiting on people and, uh, just detachment and letting go. And, uh, y'all look, I think that's all I have. I don't want to bore y'all. How long has it been already? It's been okay. Well, we had 25 minutes. I said that, uh, I was going to reduce my episodes to 30 minutes, but we're here. So happy birthday to me. Happy New Year to you all. Um, go into the new year expectant. Set boundaries for yourself. Enjoy yourself. Learn to love yourself. That's the first true love. You cannot learn to love anybody else improperly anyway if you don't love yourself. Stop waiting on people. Stop waiting on people to love you. Stop waiting people to travel with you. And um, stay hungry. And just do it and invest in yourself, okay? So uh, that's all I have. So uh, if you do not know already, you can find my podcast, Unsolicited with Taylor Spragling, streaming on all major platforms. Oh, it feels so good to say that. I'm grown with a podcast. I'm grown, grown with a podcast on all major platforms. Amazon podcast, yep. Amazon podcast, Spotify Apple Podcasts. I'm on Google Podcasts now. And um yeah. 
So I love y'all. Happy New Year. And uh, I'm out.